up, Lincoln? Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, lots to preview for tomorrow's Nebraska-Purdue 6.30 kickoff in West Lafayette, Huskers still 14-point dogs, we will uh, get to some quotes from Mickey Joseph from yesterday, how are you today, idle chit-chat time to begin the show? Oh, I thought of one for you, Ooh. I thought of one, so what do you got planned this weekend? <laughs> you could use that in line, at your chosen superstore um you got a big weekend plan how about that one you got a big weekend plan I'm watching football okay there you go you could say that Playing a little golf tomorrow yeah, morning. there you go mm-hmm. just pretend like we're in line oh that sounds fun ask me Beep. i gotta get the checkout yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get this self-checkout yeah it's a self-checkout yeah that's doing great Beep. okay yeah, we're what's, your, what's, your, what's your plan i just got work yeah? just got work well, that's i would you ever answer that differently besides that? Yeah. Like any day of the week? Sometimes. Don't say that. Um, I'm just speaking, speaking the truth here. No, I don't. There's days I don't work. Uh, there's about three a year. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a good one for you. Idle chit-chat, in line at Superstore. So, you got a big weekend plan. <laughs> and say it with a fair amount of gusto. So, you got a big weekend plan? Do you like do you like just monitor this when people are in line and, and, and make notes about what you like to ask people in lines? What's acceptable, what's not acceptable? I think we're gonna have good weather. Yeah. I think the weather's gonna be good, isn't yeah. it? Seventy two degrees tomorrow. It's just, wow, you can't get much it's better a, than it's that. It's a road game though, so yeah. he won't be home. <laughs> Idle chit chat. Idle chit chat. Brought okay. to you by nobody right now. <laughs> nobody. What about um okay, one more quiz. I quizzed you off air. So the place next to the ticket. Um, over here. Yeah. Well, no. It would be to the God. What? It would be to the no- to the north. I can't tell you. I know. Oh, I, no, oh. I, I know what's going in there. It's not. It's not official yet. That's news or been released. I know what's going in there. I can tell you off the air. But there's already a there's already a business. Oh. That's there. Is there what a sign is that? up? Is there yeah. a sign up? Well, no, no, not in the building. You're talking about the the building right to our north that yeah. is a functioning business right now is. At the, at the corner? Yeah. That's like a pawn shop. But what's it called? Is it ABC Pawn Shop? That's not a bad guess. It's Triple A Pawn. Triple A, that's yeah. right. I've talked to him before. It's A A A Pawn. Oh, I'm talking about the one in between us in that building. There's yeah, I don't a, there, know that. There's a there's a uh, there's a business going in there soon. But I I know what it is. I can't tell you though on okay. the air. Okay. But there's something going in there. Okay. Here at 48th and R. All right, you didn't know AAA Pond. Well, I, I knew it was a pawn shop. I've been there before. It's, it's kind of a cool place up there. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, know the stuff. Know your surroundings. I, I know my surroundings very well. but <laughs> Almost know. too well. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. 
<laughs> All right, before we get to Mickey Joseph, hey, um, yeah. last night was another thrilling Ooh. Thursday night football game, Sip. I'm not talking about the college game, which we'll get to in a second, too, with that one. Okay. Um, NFL, you know the final score from last night, Sip? I do not. The the Commanders went into Chicago and beat the Bears 12-7. to <coughs> Oh, nice. Now, keep in mind, last last week's game went to overtime, and the Colts beat the Broncos 12-9 to in Denver, which was a thrilling, not thrilling game of no hmm. touchdowns. There was... There were two touchdowns last night. Mm-hmm. One by the Bears, a long pass to Pettis from Fields. Okay. I think it's Dante Pettis. Okay. And a touchdown by Brian Robinson, who is the guy that got shot before the season. Shot. Yes, actually shot. Shot. And has recovered to actually play now. Okay. Um, puts him out 12-7. to They don't get the two-point conversion, so it's 12-7. The Bears then give it back to the Commanders. They miss a field goal, so it's still 12-7. This is the stat of the day for you, Sip. Regarding last night's game, the Bears, who don't have a great offense, they don't. They got inside the commander's five-yard line three different times and did not score. Not even a field goal. How does that work? I'll give you the scoop. First In the first half, they, I believe, it with a four-yard line. I think it was first or second in goal. And Justin Fields throws a pick in the end zone. Returned 10 okay. yards out to the six-yard okay. line. No points. No points. And then they get to... The uh, the one yard line in the second half and get stuffed on fourth and goal, mm-hmm. and they get to the, fo- the the no points. They it's fourth and goal at the end of the ball game. They're down by five. They got to score a touchdown. They're at the four yard line again of the Commanders. Fourth and goal, and Justin Fields throws a pass that should have been caught for a touchdown. Like it, it was actually was a pass that should have been caught, but Darnell Mooney bobbled it and before he actually had possession he was back to the one yard line so he was out of the end he got pushed out of the end zone when he had possession the bears don't score Mm. 12-7 final score commanders Mm. win a another hideous football game on thursday night kind of exciting though kind of exciting for the finish was in chicago too so they got to see their team almost win and then be one yard short because of a bobble Mm. Mm. both those teams are terrible i mean they're going nowhere this season is that right yeah, the Bears were at one point a fake two and one, very mm-hmm. fake, mm-hmm. and now they're two and four, staring two and seven down the barrel of the gun. Mm-hmm. So there's your update on Thursday night football. Also, another game of interest that might interest Nebraska fans. Sip from last night, which I think might be concerning for this particular coach that is perceived as high on Nebraska's wish list. Baylor, yeah, Baylor last night. Sip, yeah. Uh, Baylor, by the way, is not ranked right now. I fell out of the rankings. They go to West Virginia, who has had some bad losses. They lost to you know Kansas this year. Mm-hmm. Um, West Virginia beats them 43-40. Baylor's defense had been pretty good this season. Baylor is now 3-3, three and three. oh, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, as is West Virginia. Baylor loses 43-40. Uh, they give up just you know 500 yards of offense in the game, um, and they lose. Hmm. Dave Rand is three and three. You still, you, you guys sure you still on the behind the list? Mm. Husker fans. I mean, just asking. There's just, there's really just. It doesn't seem like there's any coach out there that everybody would sign off on. Rand, I think, a few weeks ago was that guy. Yep. Well, most people. Most people. Um, of course, not everybody. I mean, there's very few coaches that would elicit that. Uh, but man, even getting. Oh, 
I don't know. What about like Lane Kiffin? I think most people would agree on. I think so. Mark and, and Stoops. he's got a top ten team right now. Lane Kiffin does. Mark, Mark Stoops has lost a couple games. Yeah. I don't know. It's oh, that's that's interesting. Baylor's three and three. That's yeah. Come on now. There's shine off. There is shine off Dave Aranda right now. Oh, there is. Sure. I mean, they're three and three. Yeah. That's there's shine off of him for sure. That's that's the way it works. The team that won the Big Twelve last year. Uh-huh. They're three and three right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Kentucky is 22nd now in the country. They they have a home game against <clears throat> Mississippi State this weekend. Ooh, Mississippi State's playing well. 6:30 kickoff. Yeah, five and one. Mike Leach got the Bulldogs rolling. Yeah, in Kentucky this weekend. You're not you're not doing the Leach thing though. No, I'm not. I I've always been curious about what life would be like with Mike Leach's head coach. It's curious because he's just a very peculiar person mm-hmm. he very he's fascinating mm-hmm. he's so weird and just mm-hmm. goes down all these different paths you're like this 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 just be more entertaining for me than anything yeah i don't think that's to have the a right. discussion with him but yeah it, 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 it wouldn't be a great cultural fit it doesn't seem like well he's doing he's doing okay in starksville a little different world though yeah quirkier it is quirky he likes the outpost yeah lubbock yeah pullman starkville yeah yeah is it starksville or starkville i always forget is there, is there an s in there you've been there before Stark Vegas? Is it, so it's just there's no Starkville. Extra, Starkville, not yeah. Starksville. Starkville. I'd, I'm, I'm glad we got that settled because I've, I've always been kind of in my head not sure. Okay. Well, Thank I'll, you for confirming that for me. Yeah. Appreciate that. Let's go on system Nebraska. Reserve. Yeah. 464-5685. Call or text as always. You can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Mickey Joseph spoke twice yesterday. Sippy spoke uh, in the morning to the media. For his uh, you know final session before the game, and also spoke on Sports Nightly last night. Double whammy, Mickey okay. Joseph. Okay. Uh, one thing's for sure: no black shirts will be allowed or will be given out this season. Per last night on the broadcast, this season, yeah, no black shirts will be given out this season. Which, if you go back to our conversation, we said at the earliest after Purdue, but we said we'd be fine if they didn't do it at all this season, right? Mm-hmm. We understand if you don't do it at all, we get it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. That's interesting. Yeah, you don't want to play like we said yesterday. You don't want. I don't know if you want to play that game of reissuing them, yeah, too early, and then having a team pile up yards on you, then taking them back, and then it just become yeah. This this is the way to do it. Uh, yeah. I, and then the 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 question goes away too. Yep. Right. Just let it be for this yeah. year. I mean, the let last two. Yeah, that makes that let makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so there, there's the important, and then also, you know, in terms of we, we had on this show with Mike Schaefer yesterday, we had discussed the possibility of Fedoni watch being a thing. Thomas Fedoni, mm-hmm. Mickey Joseph pretty much shut that down as well, saying he he looks okay in practice, but they don't want to take the risk at this point, and it would be very, very surprising if he played this season. Hmm. Hmm. Does that bum you out? Mm, no, it bums me out. <clears throat> I mean, this, this is a guy you've. We're now going to have to wait two full years to see play. It's going to be his third year here when he play, if he plays next season. Yeah, you don't. Wait, wanna... do, do we have a true difference maker, a guy that that can live up to the billing of being one of the, the, the top tight end in his class in high well, school? Well, here's the thing: you probably have a better chance to have that type of player if you let him if you let him recover fully instead of maybe pushing him back a little too fast. It's hard to. It's hard for us to have meaningful commentary on this subject because we're not Thomas Fedoni. You would know if 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 you if it was your knee, you'd have a you'd know the right answer here, right? 
whether he whether you should come back or not. Well, I think also it's you his have, body. You have the cautionary tale of Teddy Prohaska as well. Yeah. Who oh, I again? I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I said I, you don't just come as especially as a big guy. You don't come back from an injury like that to your leg and just it just clicks. You know, you or you just are fully healthy. It takes right. some time. Yeah, I'm not. I, I see why you're bummed out a little bit, but for the kids' selfishly. Sake, yeah, if this um. If this gives him the best chance to come back and look like the Thomas Fedoni we all have in our mind's eye, then it's the right move. You know, that's and that's what it boils down to. It, the thing is, how how strong will the poll be if Nebraska beats Purdue and then beats Illinois? That's a great question, and we'll have that discussion deeper at seven in terms of what happens this season if they do win this football game this weekend. And if you're that's Thomas Fedoni, you're – you're aching to be part sure. of it down the street. Sure he's aching right now to play. Right. Well, yeah, even at two and one. I think he probably wants to play right now. Right. And then, and they just think. I mean, if they have, we'll get to this obviously, but if they beat Purdue, week off, and then you come home probably with a night game, maybe not with a night game against Illinois, but very possibly. I mean, you, you'd be sitting in pretty good position. That Illinois game would be gigantic. That's what this game – I mean, all these games are all about that to me. They just make the next game that much bigger. It, tr- it truly is. You li- usually are living a 1-0 and week-by-week thing here. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, what the, it's a cliche, so, yeah. but that's what they're at right now. Yeah, I mean, the Fedoni thing is – it was an exciting get as a recruit, and it just hasn't – it hasn't worked out so far because of the two knee injuries. It's really interesting in the context of that conversation we had in August. Remember that? When he was at practice, just yeah. like sprinting up and down the stairs. That was in August. Sprinting mm-hmm. up and down stairs. No knee brace on. Then coming down and doing drills laterally, no knee brace on. Walking with no limp. You, at that point, I thought, oh, he'll definitely be back later in the year. But you just don't know. You don't yeah, know. It's, it's possible he had a setback, too. He, he could have. Injuries yeah. are, are tough to diagnose and see when he can come back from them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like this quote yesterday from Mickey after practice uh, regarding kind of where the, the team is at mentally and their belief. He says, quote, right now they are believing that they can do it, but what they have done is they have bought into what I am asking them to do and what the coaches are asking them to do. You see smiles on their face. You do not see doubt in their eyes. You do not see doubt in their body language. They feel like in a game we know they are going to be slugfests. We know they are going to be they're going to be tight football games and we're not scared to be in those situations anymore. Per Mickey Joseph yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's good, right? Yes. Also said regarding uh, practices, we don't keep secrets secrets from our kids. If they didn't practice up to our standard, we let them know, but we felt like they bounced back this week. The way you practice is the way you play on Saturday, so they've got to practice well. Well, we learned that against Rutgers yes. the offense pra- practice poorly according to Whipple and that's those are all, that's I mean we kind of make fun of cliches in this world but the the reason cliches become cliches is because m- most of them ring true you practice the way you play the way you practice is I mean that's a cliche but it's it makes sense right it makes sense generally it doesn't always it doesn't always happen that way there's been plenty of teams that are bad practice teams that are bad prep teams that just show up and play really well on the weekends, but I think those teams are few and far between. 
Uh, other news from, from Mickey yesterday, uh, Ramir, uh, sorry, uh, Luke Reimer and Quint Newsom will make the trip. They will be game-time decisions. She was huge. <laughs> yeah, and those are big-time decisions. Yeah, b- both of them. Luke Reimer is your yeah, best player. Your best player defensively. And Quint Newsom is one of, you, one of your better players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Reimer – actually, Reimer played pretty well last week before he went down. He graded, he graded really high – um, pro football focus I think it was his highest graded game actually ended up playing I think 39 snaps before he went down Newsom played I believe 26 snaps before his groin injury um, and I and as I said yesterday what I'm hearing is Reimer has a pretty good chance to play not sure about Newsom not sure about Vokalek I think Vokalek is going to play I mean, those are all three gigantic. Yeah, well, Volkolek was big in the game against Rutgers. you got to have him. That's the guy we talked about before the season. That's when he plays is important. Yeah. And when he's not playing, you can tell the difference. You can tell they're missing a weapon out there. Especially Very on third down. Yeah. Especially on third down. He's, again, they go back to the first game of the season, the loss to Northwestern. He was always there on third down. Mm-hmm. All these first down catches for him. Conversions, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding Anthony Grant, now you you said if I if I'm the head coach, he doesn't practice at all. I keep that. Well, put guy, him on a scooter. Yeah, you don't. Pra- he, and he, he, the question was, do you need to manage Anthony Grant's workload down the stretch? Mickey says, "quote Well, anytime you have a running back like Anthony, when you get to this part in the season, we've got to be smart with him because he's got a lot of mileage on him right now. So we've got to be smart with him at practice. We're doing that. Coach Applewhite understands that what he needs to do with AG." And Coach Whipple understands also, so I'm comfortable with how they handle him at practice and how they handle him in a game. Don't get your running back hurt in practice. No, you gotta have that. That dude is your horse for the game. Yeah, especially especially with Gabe Irvin. I mean, I, nobody asked about Gabe Irvin yesterday. Apparently, um, Irvin Gabe Irvin had a toe injury that kept him out against Rutgers. He warmed up and then told Mickey, "No go." Uh, so now we'll see on that one too. These are guys you need. These are guys you need. But Purdue's got some guys banged up too. Um, but they're you know who's healthy for Purdue is O'Connell. Yep, O'Connell's healthy. Yeah, he's the most healthy he's been since he got hurt um, earlier in the season. So I think Syracuse is where he got hurt. I'm not sure exactly yeah, when he got I, hurt. Mm, but it's, yeah. he's the healthiest. He's the healthiest he's been in weeks. I, I think he was hurt against Syracuse. Anyway, he he was banged up in Mickey, that game for sure. What else, Mickey? Said? More from Mickey regarding any changes on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Mickey, quote: No, we've got to get our best five out there. You'll see our best five out there. I totally trust what Donnie is doing. So whatever Donnie is comfortable with, I'm comfortable with. But he didn't be be clear on this. Did he say no changes? The, the question was, are there any notable changes on the offensive line? And he said no. The answer was, quote, no. We've got to get our best five out there. Huh. So no changes. According to the an- answering the question, uh, that was the direct question with the direct answer from Mickey Joseph. I'll, I'll believe that when I see him. Okay. Uh, and, and how about this one? So we know that you know that uh, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda put his name in the portal. But the question was, does, does it say something about buy-in that only one guy entered the portal in the last month. Here's Mickey's answer, quote, It tells me that, first of all, they love Nebraska, they love Lincoln, they love being here, and we appreciate that because they could have done that. But I think it's also the relationships that they have with their assistant coaches and the relationship that they have with me the rela- and, the, and what they have with the guys in the weight room, the guys in academics. It's the relationships here. This is a great place to play football. Lincoln's a great city to live in. 
And I think they understand that, and sometimes it's bigger than football. We're happy that they're buying in and that they want to stay because it is a great place. Mm, okay. Well, so far, so good on that. And Even in the recruiting class, it's stayed together pretty much. Yep. Last one for Mickey yesterday. Uh, the question was, what's the challenge of back-to-back road games logistically? Uh, quote, we say it's a business trip. We're going for business and business only. Nothing is personal. We're going for business. They've stacked days. They've got themselves ready again, so they're going to stack days. The coaches are going to get the best game plan. We'll solidify the game plan this afternoon, and we'll have it ready for them when they get back from meetings. But I think they're going to have confidence. We've got to make sure that that when adversity hits, they bow their neck and say, okay, let's fight through it. So that's what we're going to do out there. Yeah, it's a business trip. I'm not sure what you would do in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, what do you? Is this you your mean? least favorite town in the Big Ten? Oh, no, that's, that's no. got to be come uh, on. Croatia, right? Yeah, that's State College. I guess we're going to call it State College or what University you, Park. You call it Cro- it's Croatia too. Yeah, you, Croatia. Um, Lafayette's okay. It's not, but you can't. You'd have a hard time finding a lot of trouble in Lafayette. You would. There's not much there. There's not. It's Lafayette, Indiana. No, I. But West that's not, Lafayette. Yeah, there's Lafayette and West Lafayette. Oh. Yeah, you can be in. I mean, it's. You can be in Lafayette and think you're in West Lafayette, and vice versa. I'm not sure. How about how about Lansing versus East Lansing? For, Same for Michigan State. Same, yeah, yeah. Lansing and East Lansing. You 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 don't know exactly which one you're in, unless you're probably from there. Very, yeah, familiar. Yeah. Yeah, there's Lafayette and West Lafayette. Legit. I know a lot of people that are excited to go to this game. I mean, they're, they've already left or they're leaving this morning to travel. Really? Yeah. I know, I know several people that are going, that are excited to go to West Lafayette and see Nebraska play Purdue. Well, it's a big game. I mean, it is. It's sold out. I, I know about like 12 people going. It's sold out. I was reading something that Tom Deanhart wrote, and he says it's ex- the, the city's excited. I mean, the, the campus is excited. The fan base is excited. It'll be loud. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a tough environment. You saw if you saw the Penn State game. Penn State went there the yes. first game. Yeah, it was it was loud. It was a good crowd. Yeah, it was packed. It was loud. Yeah, it was a good game. It was it was a good mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, it All was really that. good. I think it'll look like you that. and I both watched that game, and it, it was it was entertaining the whole way through. The crowd was into it. It was oh, yeah. loud. Oh yeah, it was a good scene. That was the game I thought when I watched Purdue. I was like, this is not going to be a good matchup. I should probably go with my gut on this. When I first saw them. I thought I don't like this matchup for Nebraska at all. Now, when then you know they they get pressed by Florida Atlantic, lose by two without O'Connell. Yeah, without O'Connell. That's the key. That is quarterback was out. Star yeah. quarterback out. That, but Penn State also was with a healthy Charlie Jones. He's not. He hasn't been healthy for the last couple games. He's playing, but he hasn't had over fifty nine yards receiving in the last three games. He he was dynamic against Penn State. I think he had 12 catches or more. It was 12. 12 catches against Penn State okay. in the first game of the season. See, so it changed a little bit. Now, though, O'Connell is healthy. I don't think Jones is, but O'Connell is. It's, it's going to be really tough because, I mean, the environment's going to be difficult. It's not going to be a sleepy game in West Lafayette like we've seen in the past when they play like an 11 a.m. kickoff. There's no energy. There will be plenty of energy in this game. It's yep. going to be rough. Yeah, and, and if you're Nebraska, I think defensively, you got to attack that right side of the line. They're down to the third string offensive tackle, right? Mm-hmm. At right tackle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're Bill Bush. Oh, they'll know that. 
I'm sure they know that. They're, they're, you you got to get home over there's, there. Here's the thing about Purdue. They're not – they're good, not great. I mean, you shouldn't be fearful of them. When I talk, like, with hesitancy, I'm not worried about Nebraska getting blown out necessarily. I'm just – I just don't know if they can get over the hump in that environment. I could see a blowout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which side? Oh, and a, P- Purdue beating Nebraska. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you – I mean, yes. See, I don't think Purdue has the firepower to do that. I don't. They've blown out nobody this year. Maybe they blew out Indiana State. Hold on. Yeah, get, I got get it. Get the record pulled up. I'll get the scores, please. They beat Indiana State 56-0. So they, beat, so they <laughs> lost to Penn State. Yeah. yeah. Well, Indiana close, State. Close game against Penn State. Close yeah. loss. 35-31. They, they lost to Syracuse 32-29. Yes. Syracuse scored with seven seconds to go. It's a game they should have won. Yeah. Um Nine penalties. Purdue had nine penalties. Purdue beat Florida Atlantic twenty eight twenty six without O'Connell. It has that has to be stated. Well, it has you've to be stated. stated it three times. It's so. got to be clear. Uh, Minnesota. <laughs> they beat Minnesota twenty to ten, which was a great game. That they were Purdue was the underdog, but they didn't. I watched that game, and Purdue did not look like they they didn't leave the impression on me that it did against Penn State. Maybe it's because I'd seen him. Um, but And also, O'Connell was just – he wasn't all the way back, okay? The, the Maryland game, which I didn't see because I was traveling, really got my attention, though. I did not think Purdue would win that yeah, you game. You thought they'd lose that game. Yeah, I thought Purdue would lo- lose, and that that got my attention. Like, oh, God, that's going to be rough. Uh, from the text line, 464-5685, unnamed texter says – does Sip have any intel on the location of the Purdue women? <laughs> no, no, no intel. I don't. I don't have any intel. You know what hotel they're at? Like, no, I don't. I don't know. Why would tennis, they be in a hotel the in Lafayette? Team. Yeah, why would they be in a hotel in Lafayette? That's their home yeah, base. One of our finest moments on this show's history. <laughs> Tarek Bombeck involved there. Tarek goes, geez, Sip. Yeah, that was me. I oh, said, geez. Well, maybe we both did. Yeah, one of you did. Uh, okay, that Jeez. one guy would like you to change your description or uh, of of state college okay he says this siberia is a better negative comparison croatia is incredibly beautiful okay i can well okay i can go to siberia god it's bad to go there i Ooh. think go ahead this, this is a good text and i i we were, we were kind of talking about, the, about this off air the other day i don't know if you were here if it's schaefer or who else but but derek says all eyes on Bleak Road today, or this weekend. Yeah, he has We haven't seen him for how many games? When's the last time? When's the last time they kicked a field goal? I don't know, but I saw him miss a 42-yarder warm-ups the other day in Rutgers. And didn't, he, didn't, he didn't kick there. I mean, he kicked extra points, yeah. two extra points, made both of those. Yeah. In terms of field goals, Oklahoma, yeah. did they kick? They missed one there, right? Yeah. And two extra points. That mm-hmm. was it in that game. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of Bleak Road. That's we the bottom line. Haven't seen him. Didn't see him against Indiana. Just five extra points. That's right. it. Right. No, no. Well, field he's kicking goal extra attempts. points. Okay. He's kicking extra. Yeah, points. Yeah, but no field goal attempts. What you want in this game is to force Purdue kick to kick field goals. Now they are awesome in the red zone, though. Yes, they are really good. Yeah, that's that's a major issue in this game. But you need to you need to force Purdue to kick field goals. Purdue has scored. 24 out of 25 times in the red zone. 21 of those 24 red zone scores have been touchdowns. 
That's 88%. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, that's, Jeez. I know. I know. You Sounds got like a good quarterback right there. Yep. And good play calling. Yeah, and combo. usually it means good a good running game, but they don't have a great running game. Purdue has scored 24 of 25 times in the red zone. 21 touchdowns. Mm. Got to make them kick field goals. If they if they get in the red zone good and score luck. every damn time, it will be. They might get boat raced. It might be 42 to 17. Well, I think that's the stat among many that people expect, you know, why Nebraska is not going to be in this ball game. Well, I think they might lose by 14-plus and not cover the spread. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, some of this is you, <laughs> you hope you catch – Purdue on an off night, that would be good. Maybe you get to O'Connell and rattle him a little bit. That would be good. Some of this is in your control. Uh, the crowd, you just got to manage it. That's that's mainly a offensive discussion, though, right, Casey? And yeah. The, Casey and the offensive line. The offensive line's got to manage that. Yeah. They can't get rattled. Well, yeah. I, Th- I, there's I, a lot of matchups that trouble you. There are. There are. The, the other one that troubles me is Purdue – like Dean Hart wrote. Tom Dean Hart? Yeah, um, of black and gold. Their their strength is up front. Wonderful. And I know, exactly. Now, they're vulnerable in the back end, and he's written that too. Take deep and, shots. Yeah, and he said that. So you got to find – like running the football, but take deep shots. So, what, I mean, if you're a Nebraska fan, what you're hoping is that you watch the offensive line, and during the course of the night you're going, you know what, the offensive line's not playing too bad, or you're just not talking about them you're just not talking about them at all, right? Good. Yeah, but that, that would be good, that, right? If that's the case, and something right, some, a miracle has happened because we've talked about the offensive line at length this entire season during games, and it's never for the right reasons. Yeah, um, William chimes in that you said earlier that you, you said that Nebraska needed to. You said Mickey said Nebraska needed to bow its neck. Bow, bow. Thank you, William. <laughs> I thought you might. Bow. I was gonna. I was going to chime William, in. William, come on. Bow, bow your neck, not bow. Not take well, a bow. Now, okay. okay, I messed up. Yeah, you did. Sorry, Mickey, yeah, I misread well, your quote. We're, we're, really, <laughs> we're really trying hey, to be we accurate. Got, we, got, we got grammar on top of us here. Right, now here's grammar the deal. Police. So if you're, you're watching this game, you hope you're not talking about the offensive line, right? It, w- Nebraska's. Yeah, right. You're like, you literally hope you're not, you're not – it doesn't even come up in the discussion. Until maybe late in the second quarter and you say, geez, the offensive line is actually playing pretty well. And then you might jinx yourself. That would be good. It would be good if out of the gate you watch Anthony Grant and his legs look a little more live than they did in Jersey. It'd be They haven't allowed – Purdue has not allowed a, a – they've allowed one run of more than 21 yards. Okay? That's incredible. I know. One, one run this year of more than 21 yards. How many has Nebraska given up? I don't know. A lot. 800? <laughs> it's easy. So you want to see Grant, maybe if Grant can, wouldn't it be nice if Grant like popped a 20-yarder right away? Yeah, it would. Okay, so that you look for that. And then take a deep shot. Yeah, and on the, on the defensive side, you, what I would say is you hope that Purdue isn't just making third down look easy. Get them to third down. And then, then if, if O'Connell's making third down look easy, like if they get a third and six – and it's not even yeah, a, no it's no, there's no sweat. Yep. That's trouble, obviously. Yeah. Uh, can can you get home on him? Can you hit him? Can you yeah. hit O'Connell? And and you can't get his jersey worry, dirty. Right. You can't worry if they're getting in the middle of the field 12-yard gains, 15-yard gains. You got to tighten up in the red zone. They're going to they're going to move the ball. It's going to be it's one of given. those games. That's yeah. A given. Yeah, they're going to move it. You just got to really tighten up. That's what a 
That's a, that red zone stat. No, no one has so far against them. Right. Because they're 24 for 25 with 21 touchdowns up to 25 red zone trips. It's yeah. an incredible stat. When we come back, it's a good slate of games this weekend in college football. What excites us the most? It's next in early break of the ticket.